Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God is faithful to his word. And when you're faithful to his word, supernatural results take place. From heal me to I am healed. The language of faith. You know, precious uh, Christians uh, seem to uh, have the faith for eternal salvation. The future. But uh, they do not understand how to receive their healing for their bodies. Or financially for provision. It's always in the future. And... uh, you know, when it comes to uh, their eternal salvation, they say they'll, they'll declare with confidence that uh, they're saved. They're going to go to heaven. They're going to go to heaven. Future tense. Well, future tense faith is really mainly hope. And, and hope is not a bad thing. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when your hope is founded in the promises of God, you know, the word promise means a basis for hope. Well, I got a biblical basis for hope that produces eternal consequences, and it's awesome. And I have that hope too, because there's things, there's still some things in the scriptures that are a future tense, at least this point in history. But uh, future faith will not work in the here and now. The spirit of faith is now. Uh, Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of healing. And as we received him, so let us walk in him. And therein lies the, uh, uh, the rub. Therein lies the, uh, the issue for a lot of people. You know, they, they, um, they got that future tense faith. But their head, their logic, uh, and even a sense of moralness, like, I don't lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm, I'm still battling symptoms. I'm still battling pain. I still don't have the money. I'm not living in a head trip, you know. Well, I'm very, as you know, I use that phrase a lot, head trip Christianity. And they're walking in their head. They're not truly walking in the spirit. But see, faith, faith is the substance of the things hoped for and the confidence of the things not seen. Why would I have any confidence? Because the word of God says, promises it to me. His promises are yes and amen. God is not a man that he should lie. So those promises, I don't need to ask for him for them. I don't ask God for healing. I don't ask God for provision. I simply ask God for direction. What scripture do can I that he the Holy Spirit can make alive in my heart like a living revelation scripture that I can establish? That's all you need. There's no there's no gimmick. There's no trick. There's no uh, you know do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around formula. We simply understand calling things not as though they are. Let me look up that scripture real quick. I, I know I normally do talks, but I really want to um, convey this because 
This is the difference between getting the promise manifested and not being stuck in some religious future tense faith that it never happens. Romans 4.17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were or are. Call thee those things that be not as though they were or are. Right here is where the, the precious Christians repeatedly cry out for healing and sincerely believe it's God's will for them to be healed. But for some reason, he just chose not to heal. For some reason, uh, he's withheld it. You know, Maybe there's sin in my life. This is where weirdness gets in, where people go, oh, I, I, gotta, I need to fast and pray and really seek the Lord. Well, you know, it's good to fast and pray and really seek the Lord. Seek first, seek first the kingdom of God, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. And I think that's a, a, a critical uh, thing we got to do in our life. Ask the Lord, what, where's my basis for hope? Hope being that, uh, you know, faith is a substance of the things hoped for and the confidence of the things not seen. I need to get this healing out of my future and into my now. And therefore, the language of faith. We've got to change the equation. It's not God's will to heal. The answer is yes. It's not will he heal me in the future. In the, in the future? The answer is he already did 2,000 years ago. He already healed you in the past. That's why it goes from um, uh, he bore our sins. By his stripes, I were healed. I was healed. See, if you had a good pastoring, especially when you received Jesus and you were being baptized, you were taught that the water, the act of water baptism is simply identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Paul said, I died with Christ. The life I now live, Christ lives in me, through me. I, I, I live by his faith. I live by his revelation. I live by his work. The power, the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead uh, is quickening my spirit and my mortal body. Even if you feel like you're battling some symptoms and some pain, I'm not earning or trying to obtain healing. I'm simply... taking my healing that has already been purchased for me. I'm a trust fund baby in the spirit realm. I got trillions and priceless amount in that trust fund because Jesus is priceless. His blood is priceless. And I no longer have to try to work or earn or 
or try to position myself with some weird spiritual, you know, hokey pokey and turn myself around stuff. I don't have to shave my mustache or beard. I don't have to grow my hair long, become a grungy hippie Jesus freak. I don't have to be a yuppie Jesus freak. I don't have to be, you know, none of that stuff is is really spiritual. It's just head trip stuff. What I have is that the revelation that I am healed. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. I am healed. Well, even if you get, what well, well, I got, I got some symptoms. I am healed, but, uh, this and that happened. That's contrary to, you know, why hasn't happened yet? It happened 2000 years ago. The only time I received my healing is when I received Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And I asked him into my heart and the miracle of the rebirth took place. What does it say? You know, um, we received all things, right? Pertaining to life and godliness. That's that, that's some serious here. But it's, uh, Second Peter one three. Accor, uh, according as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him, through the revelation knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue. All things pertaining to life and godliness are in my born again spirit. The healing that this mortal body needs, because unfortunately it didn't get born again when I got born again. It's still mortal and it ages and it needs quickening and rejuvenating. But the word of God quickens my mortal body. And that's why, you know, it's a shame to see Christians battling uh, health issues, financial issues, struggling with um, bondages that they want to be free from, but they just can't break free from it. Well, they can't on their own strength, but through the power of Christ, they can overcome it. So therefore, asking for healing seems redundant or a moot point. We already got it. It was purchased for us 2,000 years ago by Jesus himself, his death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He, uh, that's my healing. So even in the midst of pain, what's my confession? What's the mechanism that uh, empowers me to... Um, call things that are not as though they were. It's faith. It's believing in my heart and speaking with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and I shall be saved. Same thing. Believing believing in my heart and speaking with my mouth that by the by the stripes of Jesus I am healed. That's the power of faith. That's the language of faith that we need to get into us. 
Now, I've, I've, I'm gonna, I don't want to go into it right now, but there's some believers that go into a, it's a denial trip. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. And they think if they just keep saying it over and over in the midst of that pain, that it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen that way. No, it, it happens by, by receiving the revelation that I've already been healed. You can't just confess yourself into a position without it being a, the confession must be an overflow out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks it. Yes, we renew our mind according to the word. So we know who, the, what, and where we are in Christ Jesus. It's faith in your heart and faith in your mouth is the connection. Saying over and over, God, heal me, God, heal me, will not get you healed. Might get you a sore throat. But meditating on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that's a whole nother dynamic there. When you're going to speak it from your spirit, take a season of praying and fasting and, and, and praying in tongues and meditating on the realities of the of the the provision that's in Jesus for your for healing in your body to the point where you can say with boldness and confidence from your heart I am healed by the stripes of Jesus and there's no other secret handshake you need you don't need to buy a book you don't need to uh, uh, I mean if you don't need to go to church and, and, you know, have people pray for you. A lot of times I receive healing by faith or receive finances by faith. And I'll, I'll go to church and people go, hey, is there something you want, are you, want me to pray about something? Like, no. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already prayed prayed about it. In fact, I don't need to pray for anything that God has already given to me in his word. It's actually redundant and actually, uh, to me, it's disrespectful. So even if I'm still battling the symptoms, I'm confessing, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I will never ask God to heal me. He already told me he's healed me. I will only take the healing for myself. I will, there is a point in history where I'm, I might have a symptoms, a diagnosis. Then I will say, after praying and meditating on the word, and I'll ask the Lord, where's the scripture that you're going to highlight to me for, as a revelation highlight where I will, this is the scripture I'm hanging on to. Now I have legal, spiritual, legal uh, backing here. Not just hope, not just random willy-nilly uh, stuff. Yes, it's God's will for you to be healed. He made the provisions for it. Jesus died for your healing as much as he died for your eternal salvation. It's part of the social shalom salvation. Sotzel being Greek, shalom being Hebrew. They mean, this, they mean the same thing, missing nothing, lacking nothing. But if you understood what, especially if you were really good New Testament taught when you first got saved and when you were being 
uh, water baptized, about identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You would, uh, you would understand that you already have the healing on the inside of you and that this sickness, this disease, this disability is legally trespassing on God's property because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. When you know, when you know who you are in Christ Jesus, And the devil lies to you and says, uh, you know, you're not going to make it this time. These symptoms are are, are too strong. They're too painful. You might even be rushed to the hospital. Even even under, if they got you on, uh, you know, oxygen or whatever. Under your your, uh, uh, breath, you're saying, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Therefore, I am healed. I was healed 2,000 years ago. This is a trespass. This is a violation of my biblical rights as a child of the living God. And you declare it. I've had to do it. I've, I've been rushed to the hospital thinking I was having a heart attack. And they couldn't find anything. I believe I was having a heart attack. I also believe because they, we were physically right by the hospital. We went there. Um, I thought I was going to have to have a, a heart surgery. And basically we moved too fast. Because they couldn't find anything wrong with me. They even sent me home. Uh, I've, I've had other infections that grew up my legs. My liver and kidneys were, were being taxed. And all I could do was, by the grace of God, go to work. And the anointing would lift by the time I got, got home. And put my feet up. Eat something, stay hydrated. And listen to the word and renew my mind to the realities of being healed in Christ Jesus. I didn't fight for my healing. I already had it. Jesus fought for my healing. I just received my healing. I took it. It's mine. I got a full bank account. I'm a trust fund baby of the Lord God Jehovah through Christ Jesus. And I got provision that's mine. It's my birthright. I'm the redeemed of the Lord, and I say so. And therefore, uh, you speak to your body. Say, stop that and submit to the word. You were healed by the stripes of Jesus. You're restored by the stripes of healing, restoration. What is healing? To, to, To be restored to normal, healthy functionality. Normal, healthy functionality. Sickness. Uh, hinders normal, healthy functionality. But by Christ Jesus, I'm set free from the curse of the law. 
I'm free from the curse of the law. And therefore, I declare boldly, this sickness, this disease, this ailment is legally trespassing on God's property. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And it literally is a matter of time for the the physical body to catch up. Sometimes it takes a few hours. Sometimes it takes a few days. Sometimes it takes a few weeks. But the body will submit to the power of the word in your mouth. Spoken through personal revelation. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. The devil's going to lie to you. Feelings are going to lie to you. Um, and say it's not going to happen. It'll, it'll never happen. You need to go to the hospital. Or you need to just accept the fact that, that you know, your, your kidneys are failing. You have heart failure. You're, you're this, that, or the other. To know that's trespassing once again, violating my covenant rights as a child of God. Now I'll check my heart. That's the Lord. Do I got unforgiveness? Show me. I'll confess it. Am I walking in love? You know, I'll, I'll evaluate with in all honesty. Do I? Is there something hindering my faith? And of course, you've heard me over and over. Uh, fear, pride, uh, fear, pride, and hypercritical, hypocritical bitterness are the three major areas, and anything else falls under subcategories of those three major uh, categories that can hinder our faith. Because our faith works by love, and the love of God, that is. And knowing who you are, that sickness and disease is a violation of your covenant rights. And we got precious people that we just, they they believe God and they received their healing and they still died. Or they still had to do some kind of a procedure to to, uh, kind of a consolation prize. You know what? I'd uh, I'd rather die in faith. Believing God, learning how to speak from my spirit, and that's quite a quite the issue here. This is why I have a lot of issues with churched Christians and bad pastoring that will um that will uh, hinder the the health of someone's faith because their church is overly polished and produced but they're they're not really having church they're just having a teaching center for a power couple yeesh and then you got people dying in their church gee i wonder why how to speak not from your head but from your spirit is critical and in tapping into the the to the life of god that's in Christ Jesus, that will put your body into submission against sin. Same thing how you resist sin. You're dealing with some carnality issues, sexual desires, 
you know, where your thought life is. You, you don't have to think anywhere that you don't choose to. You have that power and the anointing because you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You've received Jesus, as many as received as the power to become a son of God or a daughter of God. You're a child of God. And you have the power to confess yourself into shape. You have the power to confess yourself to resist sin. The only time I've ever submitted to sin is because I didn't want to, to resist. I got over into carnality. I got over into uh, other uh, bitternesses and pride and was just done with uh, religion. And religion produced a backslidden state in me. Because pastors played uh, politics and pastors played games. The pastorship was based on a power couple and it wasn't properly a properly developed church. Sure, it could start with a power couple. It always starts with at least one person. But after 10, 20 years, and it's only one, it's just, you know, one person show or, you know, a couple people show, something's amiss. You're not leading it properly. And gee, you can't understand why there's people dying in your church. Going home prematurely. Before their time. Because you got to keep your faith healthy. And staying in the spirit. You got you to build yourself up on your most holy faith. And don't let any religion or church tradition to usurp that because you want power to be made available to you. Be led by the Holy Ghost, what doctor to go to. Whether you go to doctors or don't go to doctors, that's got to be led between you and God and you need to be led by the Holy Ghost. Now, I do want to do a postscript on this uh, as far as this issue because, uh, you know, I do believe in healing ministries. I do believe that they're... Uh, the, the Spirit of God moves on unbelievers and baby Christians and gives, gets them their miracle, buys them time because God loves them. He loves us. He loves the lost and he has, his mercy moves him. And there are, there are Holy Ghost meetings where people are just hearing the word and just bam, it's like instant, they get their healing. Or maybe a, 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 like people like us who do highways and byways ministry, we reach out to sinners and lost people and God heals their body. And it's a miracle for their sake to buy them time, uh, time and space to repent and then help learn how to build themselves up on their own most holy faith. Unfortunately, a lot of the times those, those people end up losing their healing because they either weren't properly uh, New Testament taught and trained by able ministers of the New Testament, or they rebelled and refused to listen to and submit to the training. And therein lies the rub and why they, they struggle with getting their healing. Because faith is now, it's not future tense. It doesn't matter what you feel or think and your brain's telling you and what other people are telling you. It's what you need to go before the Lord and take a personal responsibility and evaluate. Where am I at? Am I, is my heart right? What did I, how did I open the door for this symptom to come in? 
Sometimes it's just we live in a fallen world. We, we, we were born into uh, not-so-perfect genetics that are vulnerable to certain elements in, in, in our environment. And literally from no fault of your own, you, you've got to deal with this because you have a fallen body, but you still got covenant rights to tell the devil and to tell the sickness it's, it's trespassing. The word of God quickens my mortal body. And it'll lead you to, and sometimes it'll lead you to the right doctor. It's not sometimes, he will if that's, if that's the direction. Other times, which is God's best, is just receive that healing. And you fight the good fight of faith until it manifests. And then you give him all the glory for keeping you strong to overcome this trial in your flesh. So you received your healing when you received Jesus. Don't ask for healing. Declare it. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. And every time you have a doubting thought, a feeling, a pain, a symptom, you just say, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Body, submit. You receive your healing, quickening by the power of the Holy Spirit. I got legal rights here, and those stripes apply to me. Take that healing, and you don't let it go. All right, I've spoken enough. Peace and love as you work out your own salvation in Jesus' holy name. Faith is now, and put it in the present tense, in your mouth, and in your meditation. I am healed.